0: I'm Melody and I'm Candy and you're listening to quirks bumps and bruises We always love it when we have special guests in our studio along with us. And we have just that this morning from Energize Ministries, Cindy and Charlotte. And they're here for a special reason today, because March, from what I understand, is Pastors Wives Month. Is that correct? That's correct. And I've always said this, Cindy, the hardest job in the world is being a pastor. The second is being his wife. (laughs) That is so (laughs) true. right. And I feel like sometimes they get a little bit. Put, put to the side, so to speak. And so you, being with Energized Ministries, who so beautifully orchestrate time away for pastors, also want to do that for our,
1: pastors' wives. That's correct. We have a wonderful contest coming up. And before I even tell you about that, I just want to say that honoring our pastors and pastors' wives is actually very biblical. Mm-hmm. In um, First Thessalonians, it tells us to honor those who are leaders in the Lord's work, for they work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. And that's just so important. And it's OK to have that time where we recognize them. A lot of them don't want the recognition, right? you know, and they'd rather they they not have it. But, you know, we all need encouragement. Mm-hmm. And that's really um, important. But the contest that we're doing now for our pastor's wives is a free week vacation at the Outer Banks for their family. And so that's such an awesome opportunity. And how they can get nominated for this amazing prize package is for somebody in their church to turn in their name and tell us why they deserve this vacation
0: okay so uh, the church itself the church are you listening <laughs> nominating your pastor's wife that's the way this is going to work mm-hmm. and they can do that by going to energizedministries.com and what do they click on is does that come right up or well on the front our page? First
1: page there there's a slider that has all about it they click on that and it'll take them to the sign up page and it's just a little form we fill out and it tells them about just tells them what church they at, what their pastor's wife's name is, and just tell us in a few words about why their pastor's wife should win this. I love that. And it is an
0: Outer Banks vacation. Now, yeah. let me ask you this. How how long? is At
1: Friday to a Friday. Oh, a whole week? Mm-hmm. And wow. the house is right there. Visual of it is on the slider. So they'll be able to see that. And okay, so once... I'm looking at the
0: slider. Is that really the house? That's the house. I think I'm going to nominate myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, that's awesome. So energizeministries.com, and you will have the chance for your pastor's wife to Went an Outer Banks vacation. And uh, like I said, I'm looking at the house that they will be staying in and it is beautiful and it looks like it's right there on the water. It is. And uh, I just think that is awesome. March is National Pastors Wives Month. And we've talked about how pastors' wives are very important in the life of a pastor. I mean, that pastor needs that support system. And my daughter, uh, Cindy and Charlotte, is a pastor's wife. And I can tell you that it's not always easy. Now, we are in a situation in our church family that the very loving, giving church, and they are so good to my son-in-law and my daughter. But I do know as pastor's wives. There are expectations, I guess you would say, to be a certain way. Can we talk a little bit about that? Charlotte, you want to weigh in on that?
2: Yes, I'd love to. I think with pastor's wives, lots of times we put real high expectations on ourselves. Sometimes when pastor's wives come to a different church, the congregation expects them to do things maybe the other pastor's wives did before. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard. And sometimes I call our pastor's wives their unsung he because they do so much behind the scenes that they aren't recognized for and like Cindy said sometimes they don't recognize but they want to be appreciated and valued and that's what we do at Energized Ministries. We like to encourage them all year round and we have different events in which we do that. Mm -hmm. One event we have every other month is called Coffee Connections and it's just for pastor's wives and it's where pastor's wives get together. We provide a safe environment where they feel loved and appreciated and that way they can talk to other like-minded pastors' wives and just love on each other and encourage each other. And we do that every month. We have one coming up this month, March 16th at 630 on a Thursday night, and it's at Given Coffee in Wahlberg. So we would love to have any pastors' wives that would like to come. Please come. We would love to have you.
0: I think it's always good to have that support group of other people, no matter what you do, that understand Mm -hmm. and who can understand being a pastor's wife better than other pastors' wives. And are both of you pastors' wives?
1: I was a pastor's wife for 40 years and also grew up as a PK, a pastor's kid in a pastor's home. So you've had all of the perspective. Mm-hmm. And you, sure. I am not a pastor's
2: wife, but I love to encourage women. Mm-hmm. That is just passion. My husband is actually doing evangelism now, so oh, okay. I could say that I am starting to be a pastor's wife. I
0: started wife. to say, yes, mm-hmm. you are. You're a pastor's wife and <laughs> in, in a different kind of way, maybe than just the local church, but definitely, you are a pastor's wife. My heart goes out to pastors' wives because I feel like, like you said, Charlotte, a lot of times they're compared to maybe a previous mm-hmm. pastor's wife. The kids are expected to be perfect. Yes, I cannot believe that. Yeah. That is that is our pastors' children running through the halls, you know, or whatever. And so again, the expectations are set very high for well, pastors. I was going to so. tell
1: a personal experience when my husband took over for a pastor that was retiring and had been there a long time. His wife came to me the day that her husband retired and handed me a whole stack of files and said, all right, well, here's all your new jobs that you have to do. And it was like, it didn't matter if that was my gifting Mm -hmm. or, you know, we were in different seasons of life and I had a ton of small children. And so sometimes the church just expects the pastor's wife to do what the last one did. And the other thing I wanted to say is sometimes pastor's wives put those expectations on themselves, too. You know, they think, you know, they have this idea of what the typical past wife needs to be, and they might always be comparing themselves to that level, mm-hmm. and that might not be what God has planned for them. Right, uh, because we expect them to sing in the choir, teach Sunday school, <laughs> play the piano, play the piano uh,
0: while singing in the choir, <laughs> and teaching children's ministry. Yes, uh, just, uh, yes. It does so many things that are expected of them. I do think we've made a little headway in past years. I think so, too. From what that used to be. I think you think of the the hats Mm -hmm. and the white gloves and the pastor's Mm -hmm. wife just always being so Mm -hmm. perfect. And I think as time has evolved and we are, I think, living, and I think social media may have done a lot of this. We live in a very transparent society now, or it's not always real, but it is more transparent than it used Mm to be. And so I think that pastor's wives are beginning to say, hey, you know, I can only do so much. I know in the case of my daughter, she has a 10-month-old, and she's sings on the praise team and she does teach uh, a class because she is a teacher and when you are something like she is a school teacher right? so when you job. are that in mm-hmm. church they expect you to teach all the children you know so she does do a few things but she has really learned to say no Good. and I think Good. that is vital because you can't do everything and do it well right so do what God has called you to do even if it's one thing or even if you're in a season where you can't do anything that is okay
1: you know because even in those seasons where they might have small children and they might be homeschooling and don't have those times, she is still her husband's help meet. Mm-hmm. She's his biggest fan. She's there to support him. And that's what God created her to do. Yeah. And her role is to be his cheerleader and to be his prayer warrior and to be his support system. So she's still doing her job as a pastor's wife by doing those things.
0: And I think, too, I, I know that I've heard her say, I hope I don't ever hear anybody talk bad about him. Mm-hmm. Because you know, a lot of times that can happen, something can be said, and I, I knowing my daughter, I don't think that would end well for anyone. So. <laughs> (laughs)
1: Well, or even about our children. I was was just—I on this blog with some other pastor's wives and they were sharing, how do you handle it when the church members are trying to correct your children when you're standing right there? Yeah. You know, then the mama bear kind of comes out. The mama bear comes out. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right.
0: If you are a pastor's wife, you are listening at an absolutely great time. Or if you are a member of a local church and you have a pastor's wife, you are. Also, are listing at a great, great time. And time away is very important, right, Cindy?
1: These times away are really important for the pastor and his family. They need to have that break, they need to have that family time and that concentrated time to renew their own spirits. So- Because they're always giving out, they're giving out on a daily basis, and if they don't get to renew themselves spiritually, emotionally, physically, and as a family, they're not going to have anything to give out to their church members.
0: And Energize does such a fabulous job with that. You all just do such a beautiful job of making sure that pastors can have the rest and retreat that they need as they do such hard work. You know, being a pastor is difficult, hard work. Even God took a day off. Yes, He did. I think I think He invented rest. And sometimes we get that a little skewed, I think. Let's talk a little bit about, we've already touched on this a little bit, but some of the expectations about pastor's
1: wives. Sure. You know, a lot of times churches have expectations and I do think they're doing better. Like you said, Melody, mm-hmm. they're doing better at that. You know, a lot of pastor's wives have jobs now, so they're not just at home able to do right everything that the church needs. And if volunteers don't come up, they always feel that pressure to, I have to do it then if nobody else is going to mm-hmm. volunteer. And, you know, I think it's really important that we realize that our pastor and his family, they're human. You know, they're not perfect. They are going to make mistakes. And we need to be able as a church to give them grace and to not expect their children to be perfect. Let their children be children. You know, and um, give them the opportunity to grow and make their mistakes and learn from them and learn, you know, about forgiveness and learn about how the church is able to show forgiveness and grace to each other as believers.
0: And you have such a great quote that you were mentioning to me a while ago, and I think it's so true.
1: Yes, I had a, this is from actually a pastor's wife, and she said, I carry so many jobs in the church and it keeps popping into my head that I don't feel seen, and yet I know I'm always watched. Mm -hmm. And she said that doesn't make sense to her, but yet, you know, it's true. They do so much behind the scenes that people might not ever acknowledge, Mm -hmm. and um, they might be there before the doors even open doing those things to decorate the church or get ready or clean the church or whatever it is, but yet they feel like they're in that glass house and mm-hmm. everybody's watching them and judging them. Mm-hmm. So um, I think now that we have um, more of a grace mentality in the church, I think that needs to be extended to the pastor's family as well. You know, if we always treat others
0: the way we want to be treated, I think that's biblical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you look at a situation and you go, if that were me and if I were the pastor's wife, how would I want others to treat me? And then if you do that mm-hmm. to your pastor's wife, It's a win-win. So how can we encourage our pastor's wives? Charlotte, I ask you this. We've talked about the vacation. You can go to EnergizeMinistries.com to nominate your pastor's wife for that Outer Banks vacation, which will be fabulous. But what are some other ways that we can show love and encouragement to our pastor's wives? Well, I think each and
2: every day that can do things uh, to really make our pastor's wives feel appreciated and values. There's some things I'd like to send out to you that you could do. Maybe you can send your pastor's wife a card. Maybe you could take her out to lunch. Just a simple thing to say thank you. We appreciate you. Goes a long ways because she does have a hard job with her family, raising her family, and supporting her husband. So let's this month and every month give our pastors' wives the love she needs.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I know that being in ministry, like I was, I was on staff for thirty-six right? years, and it didn't take a lot to be encouraged. It, you know. It it's just that somebody did something. They right. took the time to put a note on my desk or after church, hand me a gift card to a restaurant and say, you know, you, you and your husband go out to lunch today after church. Or So it doesn't take, I mean, the Outer Banks vacation, that's a big, that's a biggie and that's wonderful. And there's going to be a pastor's wife to be over the moon excited about that. But just in the normal everyday life right. that we live within our church families, it is very simple and easy to just acknowledge your we know Sometimes right, we no, are please. so
1: easy to criticize mm-hmm. and it doesn't cost us anything to be an encourager right. and to lift them up and positive. And if you are one who it's like the first thing you think about, oh, that music is too loud today or it's too cold in this sanctuary or, you know, why doesn't the cleaner do better? Mm-hmm. You know, let's just change our mentality a little bit and be one to right. try to find the positive and try yeah. to look for the good because it's there if we'll take the time to do that and don't let Satan and steal the joy by only seeing the negative that's there.
0: Churches would be right. transformed if we all had that attitude, just looking for the positive and realizing that I think for the most part everybody's doing their best. And for those pastors' wives that are young moms, like my daughter has a ten month old and she teaches school and so she's with kids, you know, during the day and she's tired. Like mm-hmm. I can tell you right now she's tired. And then having to go go home, reorganize everything and then go back to church on Wednesday nights. And then back home, you know, it's just a lot. So you don't even have to spend a penny to go to your pastor's wife, especially those that have young children, and just say to them, I want you to know that you are doing a great job. And we are so thankful that you are our pastor's wife. God has blessed us with you. We love you. And we just want you to know you are really knocking it out of the park. So as you go throughout the week and you're thinking about your pastor's wife, ask God to help you to know what to do for your pastor's wife. Is it just an encouraging word, which goes a long way? Would it be to share a small gift? Would it be to write a note? Or would it be to go to EnergizedMinistries.com and nominate your pastor's wife? for an Outer Banks vacation. You're going to want to do that. And there you can just fill out all the information, what church you go to. And then I think you'll be asked to tell why your pastor's wife deserves that wonderful vacation. Cindy, talk to us a little bit about how important it is for pastors to protect their family time
1: spiritual burdens that pastors carry and their families, they're under spiritual attack. And it's really important that, you know, in the day of cell phones, he's never away from somebody who needs him. And to be able to give them, first of all, protected family time. And then someone else I just recently read, pastor just was describing to the wife of what it's like to be a pastor. He said, it's like carrying a refrigerator around on your shoulders every day. Mm -hmm. And the weight of knowing that you're responsible for the spiritual well-being of your whole congregation, that that weight just never leaves you. And so they're dealing with people on the worst days of their lives sometimes, you know, when they've lost, tragically lost people and stuff like that. So they go through compassion fatigue and all of that. So it's really important for these times to get away. But it's also really important to give them uninterrupted family time so they get a break from the burdens that they're constantly carrying?
0: I think so many times. My pastor recently came in to Joy FM and we did a podcast and we did a long, uh, and we did a long series of breaks on sabbaticals for pastors mm. that just recently uh, happened. And that is one of the things that we talked about that that family time is so important. I, I remember telling my daughter and my son, I said, look, there's going to be a time where you're going to have to choose between going to your little boy's first T ball game or Betty Lou's toe surgery. <laughs> (laughs) And I said, you are going to choose your son's first t-ball game because you have others in the church, deacons and elders. That is why they are there to assist you, to walk alongside you. And you are going to have to, because it is very easy for pastors to get caught in that church family. A lot of times, who do they want? They want the pastor. Well, he is only one person. And so I so agree, Cindy, with what you just said. You have to protect that family time. And those are memories and things that these families will never get back. Now, there are times where pastors have to. There are very urgent, extreme situations where they may have to leave a family situation to go. I remember the first Christmas, my daughter and my son-in-law were married, and the very first Christmas they had, he was at the hospital with a church member whose wife was passing away on Christmas Mm -hmm. Day, Mm -hmm. their very first Christmas. He had to do that. Understood? He understood. She understood. But I think you have to weigh and balance that family time.
1: And not only that, you know, sometimes it's like, well, you know, that's my job. And so they could be husbands very, especially when it's spiritually related. It's like, well, you know, that's what God expects me to do. That's what I'm supposed to do. And they sometimes wives feel jealous of the church. Yes. Because, you know, that the church is her husband's mistress because that's where he spends all Mm -hmm. of his time. And and the church comes first when there's a need. What if I need him? You know, I don't have him. Yes. You know, so those are hard. And you're exactly right, Sandy. And I had one
2: uh, pastor's wife when I was mentoring her and talking with her. She did have that kind of resentment towards the church for taking away her husband. And she said someday she would just like to take his phone and just throw it in the woods.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. According to a study, four to five thousand pastors quit each year they don't quit because they have lack of faith in God they don't quit because they don't believe in the calling God has placed on their lives most don't quit because of financial reasons they quit because they're overwhelmed and mm-hmm. mentally exhausted yes and so another reason sabbaticals are so important but that makes the pastor's wife's job even hard because she's the one who has to come home and rally him and say listen honey you can still do it and you know and then she gets discouraged so they both need that time apart and the time away and we believe
2: at energized Man- ministries that healthy ministers equals healthy churches Mm -hmm. so that is what we're here for to encourage
0: yes and you're doing a beautiful job of it and i'm just so appreciative of both of you for taking your time to come in and talk about something so very very important thanks for listening to the quirks bumps and bruises podcast with candy and melody if you enjoyed the show please take a moment to subscribe rate and share the podcast You can learn more at joyfm.org.
1: Try Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect a laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today. Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today. Navigating life as a mom or a dad in a blended family can be a real challenge, but working together with God's help... There are strategies that work and ideas to cope. Blended is a podcast hosted by dad and pastor, Derek Withrow. Designed as real help for the 40% of families with kids
0: from a previous marriage. Make it your next download on Apple, Google, or wherever you listen.